on today's show, we have Megan Dedman. Megan joins us today, and not only is she just a very, very busy individual herself. Sounds like <laughs> it. And we'll find out more about that here in a little bit. But she's got a, a very interesting journey of her own um, that we'd like to talk about. And Megan, how are you doing? I am so good. Thank you, guys. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, <laughs> like I said, we know that you're, you know, a busy lady. You have a lot of stuff going on, um, which we'll kind of touch on as we talk with you. And but we want to kind of dive right into it because we know your time is precious. Um, if you don't mind, yeah. just kind of letting our um, listeners know kind of about your journey with cannabis. So my journey with cannabis started um, after high school. I actually did not try cannabis at all in high school, made it through the scene without doing any of the bad, scary drugs they warn you about. Um, And my husband was the one that came to me and said, hey, you know, you sometimes might be a little uptight. He had so much grace when he came to me. Thank you, babe. He needs needs grace when he's telling his wife that. Was he was he wearing yeah. like some sort of like red suit with horns and with a pointy tail or exactly. anything like that? I think looking back now, I'm sure he realizes what he did. But then he thought, I'm just going to help her. It's sure. going to be great. It's going to kind of um, help her maybe chill out just a tad. And from the first time I tried it, cannabis expanded my mind so rapidly that it, there just really was no turning back. So that was kind of the doorway for me. Um, and the medicinal effects as well as kind of the connection to mind, body, spirit, just it all built on itself and evolved to where I am now. But, um, yes, so humble beginnings. (laughs) Right. No, but it sounds like that you were awakened, um, if, you know, if not lack for a better word, but, um, yeah, it absolutely caused an awakening, I would say. Yeah, that's great. And so you were already past your high school years. Is that what you were saying? Mm-hmm. Yep, I was out of high school and I was a mom living the, you know, the married life, just kind of trying to figure out where I was going, what I was doing with my life. Uh, I knew I was passionate about medicine. I had been a medic in the Air Force and kind of saw what modern medicine had to offer, what nursing was going to be like. And it just, to me, there was a massive disconnect when it came to the including of the emotional aspect that is part of overall total health and healing. So cannabis kind of helped me break out of the confines and structures that I had been within most of my life and just really honestly open-minded thinking, considering other possibilities, really just starting to reach out there and question what was truth and what was possible. So very expansive for me. It's quite interesting to step back and, and look at how science uh, fits alongside of something that um, will open your mind as well, right. uh, you know, and work together yes. so yes. so well together for for the human body. It's 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 uh, it's excellent, and it helps helped you focus. Um, you know, that's one thing that I wanted to touch on, um, and you've already touched on it. The EMT service for for the Air Force now. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, first of all, thank you very much for your service. Absolutely. Uh, there is no repayment of that, so thank you very much. Um, now, from that, that's whenever you met your husband. It is. 
is I was in um, the second phase of my medical training at um, in Wichita Falls, Texas, at um, Shepherd Air Force Base. And one of the women that was in my training unit had actually grown up with my current husband. And she said, I know this guy. So my husband's not even in the military, um, but she had known him. And we looked each other up on MySpace. So taking it way back to MySpace days. And I saw him and I was like, well, he seems like a pretty okay guy. I guess I'll tell him he can come out and visit me. And three months later, we were married. So it's been almost 12 years. We've made it. It, but it was a whirlwind romance. To That's be awesome. Meant to be. Well, so, <laughs> thank you, Tom, from MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you, Tom. It's been a long time since I've heard what of MySpace. A callback. That's yeah. awesome. All right. Yeah. So, okay. From that, you know, he he um, he talked you into trying the devil's lettuce, and um, he did. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, so it, you were awakened a little bit, and opened your mind, and you're focusing so on. And when I started using cannabis, yeah, I still was actually, um, so at the time I was prescribed a medication, Adderall, um, I would say that my mind, it would definitely on the realm of not functioning neurotypically. So uh, my attention is very scattered, um, but I also hyper-focus, and that was kind of part of my moodiness. I just, with with people that are familiar with ADHD, a lot of the traditional symptoms. And so I was taking Adderall, and it was increasing my dopamine levels for a short time, but when it came to mood swings and sleep and all of those things that are kind of critical for overall total health, um, it was highly detrimental. So my choice to use cannabis was not originally to help me um, end the need for Adderall, but it definitely became possible only when I started to understand that I could work on my subconscious and kind of change these underlying thought structures that I never really knew before we had any access to. So it opened my mind in a way that allowed me access to my subconscious and I kind of started working through all of those things that needed that caused me to need that uh, dopamine support. So I was able to stop taking my Adderall. Um, it was definitely a journey and I won't say that there are not days that I feel I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I love the way that it helps me focus. <laughs> right. um, but I think that the, you know, I get shit done and not really, but at the same time, it cannabis um, is a far greater substitute and is much more balancing emotionally and spiritually. So those aspects are really, really important to me and my overall well-being. Yeah, and you know, I've never taken that medication, but I've taken other medications. And one thing with cannabis is that it's longer lasting, so it's not something that you actually have to take by a timer. Um, you know, it's something that Josh and I right. have talked about before. You know, you self evaluate when you wake up, that sort of thing, and you're able to, mm-hmm. um, you know, watch your your own monitor your own levels throughout the day rather than yes. be regulated by a pill. Well, yeah, or, or just by, or basically by treated by a case study of 10,000 people mm-hmm. and not you too. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and, and, and half of those are placebo, right? Well, and the, here's the other thing that is interesting to me is that 
it's it's two different forms of treating something is when you took the Adderall you were basically the Adderall was the driver and the car and you were the passenger and when you were on cannabis is you were the driver and cannabis was the car Mm-hmm. You have a yeah. little more control over how you're medicating. Like James said, it's self-evaluating and it's you're more you're a part of the process as opposed to someone who goes in, uh-huh. punches your symptom card, and then you're just yeah. sent home with the same thing that ten thousand other people before you were sent home with. Right. And to me that is a proper use of medication. Um, you know, I yeah. know that we have to be put on because of the <laughs> The enormous amount of people put on this planet or that are on this planet, we have to be put mm-hmm. into certain situations to, to make it easier for doctors and things like that. I, I get that, mm-hmm. but I also get that um, there should be no pushback whenever um, there are people wanting to medicate properly uh, and yeah. in the proper conditions of which they've educated themselves. So stop the pushback. Okay, we get it. We get it. You're you're overworked and you need to put people in categories and stuff. But guess what? We don't need to be in freaking categories anymore. Stop the pushback. Agree. (laughs) There's a lot of medical indoctrination and a lot of fear. And what I think modern medicine is really struggling to catch up with is as we move into a time where we understand the energetics are incredibly important. For me, when I first opened my CBD shop, what I taught some of the um, people coming in looking for relief from certain things is when we can connect to our medicine, when we feel good about what we're putting in our body, when we feel like it's natural and we can kind of synergize those feelings, it translates to the body. So every morning if I'm taking my Adderall and I'm like, oh man, this is addictive. I don't want to be taking it. I know it's not good for me. It's making my heart race. And so I'm kind of fighting that duality of I know it's beneficial in some ways, but also I know that it's negative. And while everything has potential for abuse, at least with cannabis, when you're using it therapeutically, um, I feel like it's so much easier to connect to it as a therapeutic medicine just because most people feel like it's good and that stigma is kind of changing even more but if you feel good about it and you want to put it in your body or you have a good relationship with it then that is going to translate into the healing power and be just that much more beneficial yeah for sure well and i and i totally agree and i think when i think you used a perfect word right there at the end was healing and when you're talking about that whether it be medically or like even religiously is you're talking about something a little Mm -hmm. bit different is there's a huge part about you know take being on a regimen or taking something to heal something that involves faith and i think that's what Mm -hmm. you were talking about was having someone being able to walk away and have a little bit of faith and Yes. In their medicine, as opposed to, man, am I going to be addicted yes. to this? Man, did you see the list yes. of side effects that was on that? Am I going to get 45 mm-hmm. out of the 90 that they had on there? <laughs> well, somebody so, said it was good, well, so it must be good. But I think she yeah. she brings up a great point that where you when your first step into cannabis is, I mean, yes, for some, they're reluctant. But once I I agree with you, I think that you kind of it's easier to have a little bit of faith in a medicine when you can understand it Mm -hmm. and you know that there's really no blowback from it. And people 
people that are at their wit's end. You know, I think of the mothers that have children with seizures or cancer, and they have watched their child get put through all of this stuff, you know, with a lot of negative side effects. And I'm not trashing modern medicine by any means. There's so many amazing things, but also a lot of negatives. And so when they've reached their breaking point and they've had, you know, they've prayed or asked for answers. And at that point, I think they would try anything. And cannabis, like there's like their last hope. And I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of, even with just CBD alone. And they think that it has to be a combination of having faith in something and also believing that it's good for you. So belief and faith are, are critical, which is part of what I always am trying to talk about is that connection of mind, body, spirit when it comes to healing and just overall wellness. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I've found over time that you know, it it really is something, but it's not something that most of us are. I mean, it's just not part of our culture. Um, you know what I mean? Right. So we're not brought up to yep. understand it in that Absolutely. way. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, and that, I mean, that's that, changing. Sure. And thank, <laughs> that's thank part God. Of breaking the stigma. Yeah. Well, thank God, For because sure. and I mean, that can even be, that can yeah. be, there's so many different factors that play into how they look at it. Yeah. Whether it be right. regional right. or gender or religious or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's even the. Just like with anything else. Sure. I mean, uh, absolutely. You know. We can sit here and go on and on and on all day of how <laughs> and why. And and I can also go sit here and go on and on all day of how many people sit back and say, oh, why don't they just shut up? It's legal now. Right. You know, sh- shut yeah. the fuck up, man. You have no idea what you're talking That's- about. Right. <laughs> That's how people always feel until they ha- their life is impacted personally. Yes. So, I you know, I won't give any specific examples, but there are definitely people that I have known that have judged or had that kind of attitude, you do you, but just keep it the hell away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, until a child within their family has an illness that requires RSO. And next thing you know, as they're doing the reading, we live in such an incredible time because it's the age of information, but it's also, we can, we can be in echo chambers all day long. So we can go to www.iamright.com and find all the evidence to back up a certain opinion or mindset. Oh, sure. People and live in those echo chambers. It usually takes... <laughs> Right. So you can't, they don't make the choice to be a little bit more open-minded until they've exhausted the the resources for modern medicine or they've had their own personal experience. So we have to be loving and kind to them, even though we know (laughs) you guys haven't ever tried it. So it's all right. uh, I'm here to tell you by experience. I mean, just, it's not everyone's fault that it's that way. It's, that way and and a lot of people don't you know they have to hit rock bottom until they figure Mm -hmm. out that yeah there is a choice to make and you know there are some rules that are about to get bent so you better watch out you know and (laughs) (laughs) there is a point that you get to that everybody surely a hope if you're a human you can get to that uh, point, but yeah, yeah. sadly, we have to get to that. Or if we've we've had to get to that point up until now. We're, you know? Yep. 
we're stubborn creatures. <laughs> it takes a lot. <laughs> if we weren't so stubborn, life would be a little easier. But we're we're quite stubborn creatures that like to cling to yeah. identities and labels and titles, and it's very scary to let go of those things. So. And, and we and we hate to to admit that we're wrong. Um, that's oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a huge one, and I um, hate that. <laughs> well, well, and too, and I think I mean you know given just this year too there's so it's not just cannabis or it's not just this there's so much that's being questioned so when people are scared of new or the unknown and there's so much unknown yeah i mean people are clammed up man people are just turtles this you know at the end of this year i mean yeah just and so that's why i love that you you said that and you i'm i love that megan's so much different than i am sometimes i i'm a head butter i just I think I can just beat my opinion yeah, yeah. into someone or beat Me a dead too. horse. We all but do. I love that at the end of 2020, Megan's sitting here talking about, we have to approach this with love and kindness. <laughs> we, and it's so right. You are You're the so perfect right. person to have on like in December for yeah, us. Yes. <laughs> Total hippie vibes, man. I, I dig it. The love and light. I dig it. I dig it. Because I mean, you yeah. do, you have to hear that because true. I mean, you can't meet stubborn with stubborn. Oh no you can't you, and, yeah. but we but we try all the time I, every day for well, me it's super frustrating when you when you know you're like oh my god you're suffering for no reason out of your own stubbornness why but we also live in a reality that is pretty much dictated by fear and and shit is scary especially this year so Hell yeah it, it is. takes a lot of courage not so much anymore but still like you were saying there's still a lot of stigma attached so it takes tremendous courage for some people I know as a mother um, if I wasn't in a state that had access to legal cannabis and my child ha- was having seizures or something I can't imagine what a struggle it would be to make the decision to like oh what should I do here you know do I break the law to treat my child or move or I don't know. So yeah. I think yeah, the, shifting, but it's got to be a tough decision. And the thing is, is that people need to be able to make that choice. And so that's, you know, that's absolutely, you know, body and, sovereignty is, is right. And, and you talk about fear, you know, a lot, there is a lot of fear out there, but you know, mm-hmm. talk about hitting rock bottom once you hit rock bottom once you get to that point nothing else is scary right you're just anymore right the only thing that's scary is what what you what that little bitty thing that you could lose you know it's Mm -hmm. little i mean you know what i mean right you're just clawing for light at that point it's it's yeah right you don't give a shit so huh. n- nothing else is scary anymore. So back me into a corner, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, just go ahead. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and I mean, we've had people. Well, that's we've had people on this show, and there's a million stories in cannabis that are, and just like you brought up, Megan, we're just do. Are you going to make me make that decision? Because it's my child, or it's my health, yeah. or um, and right. unfortunately, I mean, right. there have been people backed into that decision. Some of them are here with us. Yeah. Some of them are not. You know. Yeah. So I mean yeah. that I mean you're completely right that there is still a huge stigma that we're climbing over. Yeah. And so that got you to yep. Wild Women Wellness. How did that come into play? <laughs> that did. That brought me. So uh, there's a unique story behind Wild Woman Wellness. Um, I am the eldest. I have two younger um, siblings that are still currently here. And then I had a 
sibling, my sister Ashton, who is just a bit younger than me, um, unexpectedly passed away um, three years ago now. And she had struggled with eating disorders. But this woman, let me tell you, my sister Ashton was an incredibly gifted athlete. And whenever she would put her mind to something or was passionate, she just went for it no matter what. Um, she was a national champion javelin thrower while maintaining honor roll. Just a really incredible person. And when she passed away abruptly, it kind of brought me to another one of those spiritual places where you really just sit back and ponder, you know, what is my purpose? What really motivates me? Why are we here? Life is so short and so precious. Mm -hmm. And it just always came for me. It's <laughs> to my husband's dismay, maybe. I know he appreciates my big heart. But when I wake up in the morning, I just cannot get out of bed and be like, oh, how am I going to make money? I'm like, man, how am I going to help people? Mm -hmm. How am I going to help people heal? How am I going to help people understand that there's just so much beauty in life? And so kind of in honor of my sister, I decided to open my CBD shop, Wild Woman Wellness. I intuitively felt like cannabis legalization was coming. And I felt like it was not only a good way for me to reach people, but would also be really beneficial in kind of understanding what patients needed and familiarizing myself with just the business side a little bit. And yeah, so my <laughs> husband was very supportive and we found my spot and built it and it was beautiful and amazing, but I gave away... <laughs> I gave away a lot. Um, I don't know when it came to the business side and, and hearing people's stories. I think I went into it maybe not even believing in the power of CBD as much as the people that were coming to me. Mm -hmm. And as I heard their stories, I just was like, oh, my gosh, this stuff is really like changing people's lives. Um, so that just motivated me even further. And I got more motivated in um, running the petitions and kind of going up to the Capitol and figuring out who's advocating for cannabis in my age group. What do I need to do? How do I learn the laws? All of that kind of thing. So it just kind of all Lit a fire, huh? flowed very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wild Woman Wellness, um, it's actually, I only operated out of that storefront for about eight months, I believe. And then my store got broken into and I lost all of my inventory. <laughs> but um, I had already come to a point where I knew I wasn't going to be able to open my dispensary in that location. Mm -hmm. So my business partner at the time, Mario Garcia, and I um, took my insurance money and we had Oklahoma's first cannabis job fair at the farmer's market in OKC. And it was so dope. Like, <laughs> still probably the coolest thing I've done just because so many people turned out. There wasn't a ton of vendors, but it was apparent that people were excited about cannabis, excited about the potential to work in the industry. Um, so I don't know. That was, it was really cool. <laughs> Look at you going from, you said you were trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> right. right. And now you're hosting Oklahoma's first. Inaugural events for cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> That's badass. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah not, someone, not someone who takes on small feats at all. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, where's the bull? Not. Oh, wait. Right, wait. right. He didn't catch up with the horns yet. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, so 
All right, so you had to close that down all the way, the Wild Women Wellness? I did. I, yeah, I closed it down. Um, the landlord wasn't going to allow me to put a dispensary in. I knew I didn't want to stay a CBD shop. At that time, I really wanted to open my own dispensary. Oh, okay, so the landlord wasn't going to uh, let you. Cannabis. Okay. And so, yeah, so they weren't going to work with us. And then when it got broken into, it became very apparent that there was probably a reason why wow. the landlord did not want a dispensary yeah. there. Um, and we... We made lots of business partnerships. I had a lot of really exciting opportunities. Um, we did have a location in Yukon for a little while that we demoed out and got it all ready. And then the city said, no, we're not going to let you. And we fought that fight for about a year. And a week after we said, okay, it's just not really in the cards. The city came back and said, well, we kiss. <laughs> so it was obvious that for me in life, I'm beginning to learn and accept that if there is resistance that it's just not the right timing and yeah. so if I don't try to force things and just kind of let them flow it, life is much easier for me so it was very clear that in that time um, it just wasn't that wasn't what it was supposed to be doing so gotcha. makes total sense yeah. <laughs> so um, you know from that now you've got native native herb um Tell so us about that. Native Herb. <laughs> um, Native Herb is just a hemp flower company. So not a lot of people use hemp flower. Um, not a lot of people use high CBD flower. We don't honestly do a ton of business through Native, mm -hmm. although we are seeing a lot of people reporting adverse effects of really, really high THC. So I feel like hemp flower will make a bit of a comeback. I think it's coming um, around. So that's the Native herb side. Yeah, yeah. People are starting to realize that high THC is just one aspect of it, but it's definitely not the only medicinal benefit and sometimes it's not balanced. So you don't necessarily need super high amounts I, of THC. I remember I, I got a phone day. call one time from a loved one that, you know, wasn't cannabis. And, you know, I talked them into trying it because um, they were having some really some health issues of just getting around and older and gaining a lot of weight mm -hmm. and things like that. And uh, even COPD and so uh the they tried and finally got their license and and was it changed their life um and then i remember getting a phone call hey 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 it's not the thc and i was like what do you mean <laughs> well I'm, I'm doing this without thc and it's doing the same thing and i said well there you go congratulations right <laughs> you're using it as medicine right i mean you figure it out for mm -hmm. your body for yourself sure you know for me yep. i need that thc yep. you know right uh, well and, and he still may it need is a critical the thc aspect, but <laughs> he probably does on a really bad monday <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> just he's like hey uh this is for after work <laughs> but it, it, it's just it's yeah. it's interesting and fun you know sure. listening to other people's stories and how they're figuring it out and you know we're all figuring this out mm -hmm. together Right. Really. But again, I mean, it goes back right. to what we were talking about earlier right. just being able to do some self inventory and not being on like, hey, at three right. o'clock, you have to take this edible. And at five o'clock, you have to take this tincture, you know? Right. right. It's about. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you're screwed. Right. <laughs> you know, a lot of those, if you, I mean, hey, if you forget, yeah. you know you forgot. Right. 
or if you, you know. if you don't know if you took it, by all yep. means, do not <laughs> take another one. Have you? Yeah. By the no way, kidding. that's not that's, that's crazy, not right? the problem here with cannabis. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get yeah. really hungry, maybe yeah. a little tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we do want to reset and say that we are not talking about the side effects of cannabis. No. We're talking about these side right, effects. Right. Right. <laughs> um, no. So but yeah. Very true. Anyway, so, uh, all right, so you were able to awaken your mind. You were able to start the first ever um, cannabis-friendly or just (laughs) cannabis-only? No, no, it was an actual cannabis job fair. So we set up tables and people had applications, and I really wanted to find a way to ancillary businesses that people might not be thinking about and yeah. offer services that connected people. That that's is perfect. Kind of probably my favorite thing. Yeah, that's so, perfect. It was really cool. Well, but, too, and I think, yeah, I, so I, think I mean, well, I think on the stigma side, that is, and it's very... It, it takes a lot of, I mean, it, I like it because it takes a lot of cojones to come in there and just go, you know what? We're having a job fair because this is an industry in Oklahoma. This is mm-hmm. a market mm-hmm. and you don't know how it could help your industry or how your industry could help ours. So we're mm-hmm. here, everyone mm-hmm. get used to it. So I, I, I do like that approach yeah. that you were like, Hey, there's not one. Well then make one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Let's have one. I like how you've <laughs> also Thankfully, like the farmer's market was so friendly too. You've taken under consideration of, I mean, there's so many people that are watching this and they're like, how do I, how do I work in, in cannabis? How do, you know, so you're taking that mm-hmm. under consideration too, which is, that's really cool, you know, cause there, there are yeah. so many people out there that are trying to do things that they're not qualified for only because they want to work in cannabis. Right. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sorry, it's just not like that. I I mean, there are pl- there are more jobs and things like that, but for the you know you gotta if you have a talent, <laughs> throw some weed on it and yeah. and you know it, 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 you're good. But <laughs> but you can't just come yeah. up and say, hey, I want to work in cannabis, you know. So anyway, yeah, right. And there's a lot of opportunities to. Um, for exploitation, just like I used to be a bartender when I was young, and I see that here as well. I don't, I didn't want to see young people, young, oh, you know, yeah. specifically young women, but young people in general, just be really excited to get into the industry and be exploited for certain attributes or things like that. And I also wanted to ensure that. I maybe am a little too uptight about it. Sometimes I'm like, you know, you need to make sure that people understand or are available to counsel patients because there are legitimate patients out there that can depend on this for their well-being. So we need to have educated people as well as, um, you know, fairly treated. Well, your uptightedness would fit really well with Josh in the room. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. He's just kind of uptight (laughs) sometimes. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Pretty laid back. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to CBD and medicine, I'll put it that way. Right. Yeah. The rest of it, no. No, but I mean, I I was the same way that she. I mean, speaking of CBD, I was the same way that you were. I I mean, Megan, I was one of those yeah. that I. Of course, with, and I hate using this term, but it's just the best way for people to understand it. Without that head change, almost people don't recognize mm-hmm. an effect or a mm-hmm. symptom getting better 
um, you know, mm-hmm. because they don't mm-hmm. feel an immediate because we're so conditioned to take something it fixes it it's a tactile it, it, you know we're just conditioned mm-hmm. but yeah. i was the same i mean i was the way you were people were coming in and they were like i was trying to sell them the one-in-ones and they're like no i'm good i just need your cbd oil and i'm like okay yeah. well your regimen's changing they're like yeah i figured out i don't need that i mean the cbd is killing my inflammation i feel so much better in the mornings and i'm like yeah. okay so yeah. now what am i missing and then so then I started trying my own regiment mm-hmm. during the day and just going strictly CBD to start the day, no micro dosing with the THC. And I mm-hmm. it changed my regiment. So, I mean, and then mm-hmm. I think that goes back on to what you were just saying is like having those resources out there to be able to bounce those stories off of and a place yes. that you can go and get that education where, hey, you don't like the psychoactive side of it. There's a side without it mm-hmm. you know there There's is so many other options yeah not, so many other yeah, options. not yeah. only that Absolutely. just i mean topicals everything so right um that's actually what so i don't know if we were coming full circle with this if you don't sure. mind i share this Go really ahead. quickly but um this is what i'm working on with my mother-in-law um and i have a business partner that's an attorney as well and we have after all of the information that i've gathered from the cannabis industry we're working on a line that will be marketed specifically towards women but some of the products that we will make and offer are those that would be considered taboo like suppositories um not a lot of people are comfortable talking about suppositories it's definitely not the more glamorous side of the cannabis industry however for medicinal benefits and a lot of um women don't know this but for libido issues things like that we're making um tinctures for libido and things that consider mind body spirit so there's so much more to come in the industry and that's what I'm most excited about is just helping people understand that it doesn't just have to be the flower. It doesn't just have to be these high THC. This is a beautiful plant medicine that it can be in so many different modalities and forms. Mm-hmm. So there's something for you that will help if you need it. Now you also have, is it, do you have clothing as well or is it just... Um, I don't have any clothing. I did, so my previous jobs in the industry, I did work for um, John Creek Farms, which was a fully vertically integrated grow, processing, and dispensary. I kind of helped them in their infancy, did some sales, um, some product consultation, and they were a really amazing company. Um, I just had a little bit different visions, and so we parted ways amicably, and I have nothing but love for them. Yep. It was an incredible experience. So I got to work for them, but I did not ever have a clothing line. Gotcha. Uh, for some reason, I'm... <laughs> Never mind. Well, she's done everything else. Yeah. So. <laughs> maybe you're, I, we you're were, seeing into the future. James is just throwing ideas just to <laughs> Why see not? if you've done them. <laughs> hey. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but hey, I've but, got some stuff you can work on right. too. Uh, man. Well, and the thing too that I love about the the female products that you're working on too is it it brings up something that we've brought up on this show a million times is products that aren't just targeting high, not high sleep awake yeah Mm -hmm. there's so much more to this plant and what it can do and i love that you guys are highlighting that or just taking it gender specific you know to where it is a female product 
Um, I, I mean, I've yeah. even said even it, on the other side, that's been one of the most exciting things. Sure. And I mean, I've, I've even said, I mean, there's been a million times where I've been in dispensaries and I ran one for a year and a half. And I, I kind of feel like in the edible market, a lot of things are geared towards like women sometimes, yeah. you know, their candies mm-hmm. and things like that. Yep. There's not a lot of, you know, like, um, mixed nuts, beef, jerky. and, beef jerkies and things like that. So, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. well, but I love that you guys again have the cojones to, kind of say nobody's doing it sweet i'll do it yeah so I, I just like that you guys are like james said earlier taking the bull by the horns and just kind of doing it if it hasn't been done and it's what you guys know they're do. taking the horns and the bull is catching up right with well i couldn't remember yeah. how you said it yeah <laughs> yes. earlier yes. don't remove the comedy from my <laughs> so one and only right. comedy bit today i mean that was Thanks. it that's all you've got Thanks, maybe i didn't catch it earlier that's why i've been so mundane <laughs> i'm popping out of it now i'm yeah. popping out of it <laughs> i love the fact that you're um doing stuff like the more the taboo type thing i think think that there's definitely a market for that for sure but it also like josh said it opens up so much more um and even more in the conversation area right of things um you know mm-hmm. uh, as far as like bringing it up to your significant other and and and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i mean anything helps yes sure. yeah there's there's i mean we are Connected but disconnected in our realities and yeah. out of touch with emotions and all of those woo things that people don't want to talk about. But after 2020, I think a lot of people have kind of reevaluated the importance of relationships in their life. So I hope as we move forward with all of our love and light, <laughs> that more people are kind of just open to diving a little deeper, reconnecting with themselves maybe opening their hearts again and trying to plant medicine and seeing how can this help me reconnect with myself first and the sovereignty of my body and then maybe in intimate ways with intimate people in my life as well. There you go. I think it could be pretty beautiful. It's very important. (laughs) And, you know, we should all remember to connect with ourselves and stop trying to connect with being other people. Um, and being like other people, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, or just or just things. Yeah, you know, just being connected to things. Yeah. I mean, be connected to an experience. Yeah, yeah. to a person. Mm-hmm. You know, something yep. that's not necessarily yep. tangible. Right. You know, this right. is not a throwaway life, yeah. people. It's not. <laughs> garbage well and i mean honestly i mean this was the year too that that you know it was a lockdown some people were kind of stuck with themselves and the people that were closest to them for Mm -hmm. longer than they wanted to admit that they could stand and it did unfortunately it still is and (laughs) so hopefully that changes but um we have to remember that and you know i know i don't i'm not for sure if we have another show coming out before Christmas, but we do need to make sure that we recognize those other people and those other loved ones and, 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 and reach out to them during this time. Absolutely. I mean, especially yeah. some of and give them a, I mean, give them a, a, a native herb. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Here you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. James is just trying to give people Roll. gift Here's ideas. CBD flower. There you go. <laughs> well, but okay. But did you guys yes. just see, I, I mean, it's uh there's a kind of a little bit of debate as to whether CBD flower can actually be psychoactive. 
whether it's considered psychoactive. I haven't seen it. It was like in the last day or so. It's it, it, it's, it's definitely gray area, right? It, it, it's more it's a, more of a dosing issue. It's more for like legal terms. Yeah. Um. But I mean, yeah. still, like so, I said, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of native herb. Like I said, as a little gift idea, a little happy tiding to people going into 2021. Yes. Or like like Megan said, even if it's not spreading that, just a little bit of love and light can really go a long way yep for sure especially in such a dark dark year so i forgot to ask you i wanted to know how are you medicating now with cannabis Um, so i usually medicate in the morning before my workout i like to weight train um pretty vigorously so i like to smoke a little bit in the morning just about 30 minutes before i go to the gym um, and then usually in the evening after dinner, I will smoke the joint that I pretty much do flour. That's my main, um, I actually like mix like lavender into my joints or different herbs in the evenings. Um, I have been making some of my own tinctures and playing with that. So I do those at night as well, but. Also, I am a are you also on primarily the, flower person. Sure. On, on on the tinctures and things like that, are you also playing with different herbs and spices and things like that? Yes. L- yes. Love it. Yeah, same. So like one of my my product that I can't wheat bring to the market um, is cannabis synergized with other herbs that will support women's health, things like we mentioned, libido, things like that. So I love mixing in other herbs to my cannabis regimen. Well, and, and I, it, it brings up a good point, too, that, that THC and CBD are sometimes vessels for those other things and help mm-hmm. our bodies hold on to those things. So she brings up a great point Absolutely. to all of our listeners. I mean, sometimes it's, uh, oh, you need more of this um, specifically in your diet. I'm just telling you this, even if you look at it as THC or just CBD as a vessel only, it truly is. It mm-hmm. helps your body intake and hold on to some of those things that help your body. Oh, so yeah. I, I just, I, I'm so glad that you brought that up because it kind of brings into everything that we intake in our body and that's in our environment. And it yeah. kind of magnifies that and helps our body hold on to it for sure. And I do want to say, you know, Absolutely. to each his own, but I do want to congratulate you for um, being athletic with your cannabis. Um, oh, thank you. A lot of people <laughs> will you. put that into a category and say that you need to be a couch potato. Well, here is yeah. an existing, yeah. very uh, physical, you work out, you have a workout routine um, and uh, and you regularly use cannabis as medicine. Um, so congratulations mm-hmm. and thank you for your uh, contribution you. to everything that you've done for Oklahoma and for cannabis. I mean, come on. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Th- thank you for being thank on the you. show. Like I'm I said, super grateful. Yeah. James had mentioned a couple times yeah, about, you. about your story. I'm so glad that you took the time. Like I said, I know you're busy kind of conquering women and conquering women's and cannabis firsts <laughs> here in Oklahoma. <laughs> but again, just thank you so much for spending this time. And like I said, I do want to bring that up again. I think you are a great person to have on at the end of the year because your message is about love and light Aww. and about community. And I, I want everyone to hear that more 
than anything in her message because yeah. I truly, truly want all of us to take care of each other next year for the rest of this year. We need to be able to lean on each other. I'm so glad Megan could kind of bring a magnifying glass to that of what we need. Hey, Megan, is there a way for people to follow what you're up to? The best way? Is it Facebook, um, Instagram, so website? I- I'm kind of revamping. It's social media right now. Um, I'm kind of revamping all of my social media platforms, getting ready for this product launch. So it will all change. But if people want to kind of follow what I'm doing on Instagram, um, it's just Megan underscore Deadman underscore 11. And then they can look me up on Facebook as well. And I'll put links to all the new stuff that's coming out here after the first of the year. So... Okay, cool. Sounds good. Megan, is there anything else that you'd like to say? I don't think so. Thank you guys so much for the time and for the call. And I appreciate the conversation and the chance to kind of tell my story and help people break the stigma and just spread a little love. All right. Thank you very much, Josh. Absolutely. Thanks again, Megan. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Share it with somebody who needs to hear it. Share it with somebody that you love. Um, Stay medicated. Take care of each other out there, folks. Thanks, James. Love you guys. Thank you.